Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. On the fan, 877-337-6666. Talking Carlos Correa all morning so far. Going on 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and Jerry. Just to refresh a little bit with the Carlos Correa stuff. Obviously, he is signed on, or not signed on yet, I guess, technically. But they've agreed to a deal with the Twins. I do believe the physical is taking place and all that stuff is good. And Correa will be introduced uh, once again as a Minnesota Twin. Six years, two hundred million guaranteed. Could be more with the you know uh, the uh, language in the contract, and if he hits you know the vesting options and all that stuff. If he hits a certain amount of plate appearances, the Mets and Steve Cohen were not obviously willing to go to that number for different reasons. I'm sure that the AAV, which would have made the uh, Cohen tax uh, go up a little bit more, the Mets had to pay the tax on that. John Heyman, I thought, explained that well. Um, in the post, so you could check that out. But uh, that is part of it. I'm sure the injury itself, or not the injury, but the ankle itself was a part of it and maybe limiting why or what Steve Cohen would be willing to give Carlos Correa long-term, even meaning six years, with that ankle issue. But nonetheless, the it's frustrating, it's disappointing, but it's not the end of the world. The Mets are still a very good ball club, and I just think that the overall bigger picture is that you know that the owner is willing to do whatever it takes to go out there and build a winner. They had the perfect piece. They wanted this piece. They went out there. They got it. But unfortunately, the final piece to their puzzle was broken. And there's nothing you can do about it. They they can't spend on what they believe to be damaged goods to at least a certain extent. So I can't knock the Mets or Steve Cohen. The Mets didn't do anything wrong. This is not the Mets' fault. It's frustrating, but there's nobody to blame. It's nobody's fault. You're going to blame Steve Cohen for getting back involved with him in the first place with with Boris? I can't. By the way, he was never, Correa, was never meant to be a Met. Because if he were healthy and there were no issues, he was going to be a Giant. And the only reason why the Mets even got involved, and maybe it ends up being... Uh, you know, a bad thing because you kind of got teased, right? You'd rather get blown out than not have a taste of potential victory. Well, the Mets had the taste of having Carlos Correa, and now they don't. Would have been better off had he went to the Giants. Nobody really would have thought much of it. All right, well, Correa's off the board. He goes to the Giants. That's that. But no, the Mets fans got sucked in because of that agreement back on December 21st. Three days later, on Christmas Eve, you saw the report that said uh, issue Mets have an issue with the physical, and at that point, it was uh oh. 
And here we are three weeks later where we don't know how we got here, why we got here, what exactly took place as to why Boris ended up taking Correa to the Twins, how things fell apart, but they did. And the Mets weren't willing to go to the length the Twins were. You give Boris and Correa credit, you can't even be mad at them. As much as I hate Scott Boris, can't even be mad at him. They did right by Correa. They got the he got the best guaranteed contract that he could get. Can't blame Cohen. Can't blame Boris. It's unfortunate, but it happens. And sometimes in life, well, a lot of times in life, and sometimes in sports, the best moves are the ones that you don't make. And for the Mets, they have to hope that this is one of those times. Escobar could step up and do what he was supposed to do last year from the start of the year. Produce a third base. They have uh, Brett Beatty as well, one of the top prospects in baseball. That should be able to hold it down at third. You know, and look, he's going to start the year in the minors. If he rakes and pushes and pushes and pushes, maybe they force the hand and move Escobar to DH and have Beatty play third base. It's not like the Mets don't have options there. They have some solid options. They'll be fine. But they still are missing a bat that at some point they're going to have to get. Just a matter of where they're going to get that bat from. Trade deadline, wait till next offseason, the minors. You know, Alvarez or Beatty, one of those two has got to be an impact bat as the lineup is currently constructed. 877-337-6666. Frank is calling from Palisades Park, New Jersey. What's up, Frank? Hey, how's it How's everything going? Yeah, not bad, Frank. How are you? So far, so good. Uh, I just wanted to say that I'm a Yankees fan, but I just want to give some perspective to mm-hmm. Mets fans about this, mm-hmm. that they avoided a disaster with College Korea. Because I can bring up a perfect example of a similar situation with another player. From years and years ago, he was an outfielder with the Cleveland Indians, signed a contract with the Baltimore Orioles, and never played through his contract. He suffered a severe degenerative joint disease of his hip. Who? was forced to retire. Who's this? Albert Bell. Oh, well, well with, with Bell, I mean, he produced for Cleveland, obviously, for a while. Uh, I forgot about the Orioles' time, but yeah, you're right. And, you know, who knows what was going on with Bell as far as the PEDs and stuff like that, but he was a beast. I mean, he was. He was a great player, yeah. but he had a very, very bad uh, degenerative joint disease in his hip. That it was so bad that he was forced to retire. Oh, but that's happened before. Prince Fielder, David Wright. I mean, David Wright had spinal stenosis. He had to retire. The Mets got burnt with that. I mean, there's nothing they could do. Now, look, insurance takes on some of that. But this is different. This was teams look. You know, that happened throughout the course of those guys' careers. This is teams looking to sign a player for a 10-, 12-year deal. Giants 12, Mets 10-year deal. That Or, excuse me, um... Yeah, well, whatever it was, the, the 12 years, $350 million bucks. You're talking about a multi-year deal, over 10 years for these teams. And they didn't like the medicals. I mean, I, I don't recall myself, I don't recall seeing that. You there? But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, this was like about 20 years ago, so I don't know what the, uh, what the contract, I don't know how what the, uh, what the process was like. I don't know if they had the same amount of, like, uh, physicals and the stuff they had to go through back then. That yeah, they do I mean, now. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure that they do, but again, it was, you know, th- the physicals can show certain things. And it's not going to show everything. And obviously, look, a physical, uh, um, the medicals, a physical, they could say that 
it's more likely that the player breaks down at some point. But you don't know. Just the same way that if you sign a guy to a 12-year deal for $315 bucks, like the Mets were going to, you know, he could get hurt at any time. But also, I mean, you know, that that he might not. He, he could stay healthy, just like the Twins. Twins could sign Correa to the six-year deal. He may never get hurt once. But he might. I mean, he might have he might have a significant problem. And the Mets weren't willing to do that before the deal, not during the deal, because during the deal, anything could happen. But as I recall, I, I was looking up this online, so I again don't know if the, uh, yeah. the sources I was looking at were correct. But when a player has like that kind of an injury where they have to have like surgery and a plate to put on, they have to worry about long, you know, along the lines in the future, uh, osteoarthritis, severe osteoarthritis, where the player wouldn't even be able to properly have a range of function to move or do anything like that. Right. Well, that's that that, I'm sure that's part of I'm sure that's part of what's going on because Correa does have a plate in that ankle. Right. I mean, use 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 common sense. We don't know that for sure, Frank. And thank you for the call. But if you use some common sense, you would assume that something serious is up there to where it would be flagged by both the Giants and the Mets medical teams. That's it. End of story. How often do you see this happen? We've we've seen a bunch of big contracts this year, this offseason, be given out already. How many of them have been held up because of the physical? None outside of Correa. There hasn't been an issue like this. Oh, they're all pending physical. Then the guys take the physical. They're all fine. Correa was, oh, something's wrong. As the Giants are going to postpone the unveiling of Correa. Something's wrong with the medicals. And then the Mets, oh, we're going to swoop in and steal them. After Boers went back to Cohen. And then the Mets get a look at the medicals. And, uh uh-oh, there's an issue. Stewart is calling from Brooklyn. Stewart? Good morning, Sal. How are you? Stewart, I'm all right. How are you? Not bad, Sal. You know, Correa, we knew, you know, once they started dealing with their medicals and stuff, that knowing about the ankle injury, you knew something was going to come up. I mean, really, think about it. And the thing is, he goes to Minnesota, he gets some more guaranteed money, and they're taking a big risk also because they don't know what they're dealing with. Well, they said they said it's fine, so they want to trust it, they want to believe in it. I mean, I guess that that's fine, but yeah, they're taking a big risk, you would think. Yeah, I mean, the money I heard can go up to two seventy five for six years, and that's that. Well, no, is... no, 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 no. It would go. It's two hundred for six, and then you could tack on another seventy five for the four remaining years, I believe. Oh, it's a ten-year deal. Yes, it could be. It could be up to a ten-year deal. Yes, <laughs> but could be. The only thing guaranteed is the six years, two hundred million. Right, and he uh, he went for more guaranteed money, which I, I can understand that. But, yeah, uh, wouldn't you? Know, you? Uh, please, you want to know what? When you're talking that kind of money, that's a, that's a little insane. The money I was used to was listening about Mickey Mantle getting a hundred thousand, Sandy Kopech getting one twenty five. Is that all Mickey Mantle made? A hundred thousand, I think, was his max. Wow. Then Babe Ruth eighty. I mean, Babe Ruth was a really long time ago. Mickey Mantle feels like it's more recent. I mean, I know even that now is such yeah. a long time ago, but right. But Mickey Mantle's top seller, I think, was a hundred thousand. You know what's Pop weird? So first. let's let's do some math here. What year right now? Was the first one 
never hit 200,000. We're in 2023. So in like 30 years from now, you probably won't be here, Stuart, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. Right. Uh, I mean, you think I will? 30, I'm 43. What do you think? I got a shot? You got a better shot than me. All right. Well, what will you be in 30 years? 100. Yeah, you're not going to be here. So, all right, I might, but you're definitely not going to be here. So, like, right. in 30 years from now. I, this money is going to seem like pe- pennies. Well, no, forget about that. Like, Mano's rookie year was what, 52? 51. 51, yeah, okay. 51. So, in 30 years from now, roughly, Mickey Mantle's rookie year will be 100 years old. Right. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I know. Is that right? You were born in no. 51? 52. 52, okay, right. I mean, that's because to me, in my mind, it's like, oh, yeah, all right, Mickey Mantle, it was a long time ago, but the 50s doesn't seem that long ago because, you know, if I was, what the hell was that? What, do you get Chewbacca no. over there? No, no, no. Oh, a door no. opened? It sounded yeah, like Chewbacca. Door opened. <laughs> door opened, sorry about that. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, no. back to what we were talking about. So, like, if I grow up in the 80s, the 50s only, you know, 30 years away. Mick, thinking about 30 years in the future where Mickey Mantle's rookie year will be 100 years old, man, that's scary. I probably probably won't be around either, though, in my 70s. You know what I mean? Yeah, you will be. Well, if I stay away from bacon, am I right? Uh, Sal, there's yeah. a lot more to it than bacon. Trust <laughs> me. A lot more. We'll talk about that in person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we will. We'll we'll talk about that. I'll tell you. Let me give it to you straight and simple. I'll give you the whole story when we talk in person. Okay. Uh, And let's say this much now. It's a a lot more to it. But do you want to know something? Yeah, yeah, I just have to understand. What what the hell are you doing over there? What's going on? It's time to get ready to go to the gym. Yeah, call. Are we making coffee or what? I hear you doing it's stuff. Coffee. It's coffee. Okay. Well, that's all right. I just hear it now. I'm curious. Uh huh. And I can it's hear not... you. You're distracted. You're filling, and, and you're doing something else. So I'm just curious what was going on exactly. Okay, but you want to know something, Sal? What? It's, it's, it does seem like a long time ago about Mickey Mantle. Who is your it's favorite not... host on the fan? Is it Craig Carton or is it me? Of all time? You have to yes, all time. You have to pick one. Me or Craig Carton? Uh ask Mike. No, I'm asking you. Ask Mike. What why he am knows I... who it is? Fleegs knows he's Fleegs is shaking his head. He says he doesn't know who it is. Who is it? Tell you can be honest. Uh T T. Oh Tony. Tony, oh, I thought it was well, I said out of me and Carton. I know you love Craig. You, no. love, you love my guy, Craig. So Tony Page is your favorite, even over me, Stuart? How dare you? How? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but seriously. All right, I got to go. No, I'm just kidding. So Tony is your favorite? Yeah. All right, then who would you put second? You. No, come on. Is it Craigie? You could be honest. No, you. I would vote for Craig, personally. No, I would, I'm voting for you. And I then, never talked to Craigie. And then who's, well, why don't you? I feel like you and Craig would have such a good rapport. You love him. Oh, who's my third? Yeah. Daniel. Daniel. Over, but wait a second. Didn't you call me a couple weeks ago saying how much you love Craig? I never spoke to Craig. I talked to Daniel. No, on no, a no, 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 no. But I'm talking about it as a listener. Don't you love Craig? Uh, I'll go back to when he when he was brought in for what he did back in uh, 18. Right. That didn't please me at all. But, Stuart, you just told me like a week ago, you're like, oh, Craig's my favorite, I love him. No, yeah, I, I didn't say he's 
my favorite? No. Oh, I thought you did. Tony Page. And I was saying you should call Craig. And you know who's my, also my favorite? What? You don't know of this man, Art Rush Jr. I've heard of him, sure. Yeah, I never spoke with him, but him I enjoyed. All right. I was Uncle Mesa? Oh, I'm familiar with him. Yeah, he's an original. What about yeah. Steve? Did you ever call Summers? Yeah, I spoke to Schmoozer. Mm-hmm. He was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But he, but out of all of them, you are number two. Tony was number one. But you would be right there because one thing, you are more outgoing than all of them. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to make this about me, Stuart. I was just curious no. about who you... I was trying to have some fun, actually, because I thought you uh, said Craigie was your favorite. But anyway, no, he, yeah. no, no, no. I like to listen to Craig. I like to watch him on the you TV. Say, you always say, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. You call here and you say you watch Craig all the time. You laugh at his show during the day. And I would say, why don't you call Craigie? No, because it's impossible to get through to him and Evan. Oh, right. Now it's coming back to it. Now I remember. And that's why you call me, because nobody's calling me. So we could get you get on the horn with me. Would you stop? Would you stop? You you are outgoing. You're very nice. You listen. You don't interrupt, and you don't talk forever. What was that? You don't speak forever. Oh, I mean, I called a couple of other people, and I've hung up. <laughs> Why? Because they just keep going on and on and on. Yeah. All right. I'm not like, naming names. Like this conversation. Anyway, I'm sorry. You have anything else All you right. want to discuss this morning? Yeah, but uh, let's say this much. I'm glad the Mets didn't get him. Why? Because. What did he win with Minnesota last year? What did they win? Yeah, but the Mets, he could have been a difference maker, Stuart. He could have been the final piece. He he might have been the final piece, but you know what? Uh, He didn't want to come to what they were offering, and he didn't want to go out and earn it, then so be it. They couldn't trust if the medicals. Yeah, well, okay, right. So then if I'm Correa and Boris, I'm looking to get as much guaranteed money as they possibly can because you think they're stupid. They know that something's up with that ankle. They got the most guaranteed money, and good for Correa if he was able to so get that. Him, sure. He's not going to get, it from, the, not gonna get no. it from the sucker Mets, not this time. And, no, and, and you want to know what? Yeah, go ahead. He's showed you one thing. He's not a sucker. Right. That is correct. That's, and Stevie, Stevie, don't go get somebody else. I don't know who's going to be, but they'll go get something else. Who do you like? Afraid. Who do you like better, Michael K or Craig Carton? Craig Carton, by far. No, I know. I just wanted to hear you say it. I'm with you too, but you know, because Michael K, he's too much of a homer. You think? Yeah, I he's think also I sensitive. Know. Isn't he very sensitive? Slightly sensitive. Did you see that whole thing? He was going to fire. He was going to try to fire one of the producers there. I mean, I know he's retiring from the show. Oh, he is. That's what I'm hearing. Wow. Craigie knocked him into retirement? Craig and Evan? Wow. I didn't yeah, hear he's that. Still gonna do the, he's still going to do the game, so I think he's going to leave the show. Wow. Tail between his legs, huh? Going home. <laughs> hey, don't so, shoot the messenger. I mean, I'm just giving you the facts. They got pumbled. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. What's oh, he going to try to fire me now? I, gonna try to, they, their show's on the decline. You could try to fire me? Make that call. Make that call, Mr. K. Make that big call. Get me fired, too. <laughs> Oh, you're so powerful. You get everybody fired. Get everybody fired because you suck at what you do. Get everybody fired. Don't blame the producer. Your ratings are down. Not his fault. Talk about misplaced anger. He's still going to do the games. Yeah, well, of course. He's the Yankees play-by-play guy. 
And uh, John Sterling's going to die in the booth. Well, don't say that. Now you're being morbid, Stuart, and thank you for the no, call. Just, have a good day. Good, yeah, you too. Enjoy that coffee. Now you've taken this for a worse turn here. The more John, the merrier. Love Sterling and Susan, for that matter. Looking forward to another season of Yankee baseball. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The New York Mets have acquired Mike Piazza from the Florida Marlins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. The fan 877-337-6666. Going on 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's been all Carlos Correa and maybe a little bit of Giants, but mostly Carlos Correa as he decides to go sign with the Twins. The Mets did not extend themselves to the level. Now, I was surprised. I, I, I get it, but I was surprised initially at the numbers when I first saw them. When I woke up, um, I woke up around 12, and then the news, I guess, happened around 12.45. But whenever I saw it, the the news of Craig going to the Twins, and then I first saw it, the, the, the numbers of it, I was shocked that it was that low. Um, Six-year, six-year, $200 million deal. I get that he got the higher AAV, but we were talking last night, like it was going to be around 250. I didn't think that it would be that different, and it was. And at that number... If you would have told me yesterday or now two days ago, I guess, because today's technically Wednesday and it happened on Tuesday. If you would have told me Monday night that it was going to be at that number, I would have said for sure he's coming to the Mets. Franklin is calling from Kingston. What's up, Franklin? Hey, Sal. Thanks for taking my call. I just want to get your opinion. Uh, don't you feel a little bit uh, that Steve Cohen overhyped this a little bit? Uh, I feel a little bit light as a Mets fan. I was in the in the uh, you know I called the station when when uh, Rosie broke the news you know and then there was no talk about the physical I I understand what you're saying about the your well your it's always about. it's always pending physical I mean that's just common like yeah you, you, but the way it was it was broken down I'm sorry to interrupt but the way it was said it was it seemed like they already had done some work behind the scenes and then they broke the news that's the way I interpreted it when I called that one night I. Maybe I'm naive, but that's how I. Yeah, I, I mean, did, did you're talking about did work fit like on the on the medicals? Yeah, a little background check because they're not going to go into a trade line, right? Uh, I mean, no, because I mean, because remember, at that time, Franklin, we suspected something was up. We didn't know exactly what happened right. with the Giants. Yeah. It went immediately yeah. from Giants postponing things. To boom, uh, Boris said, "Well, screw you. We're going back to the Mets." And then they had an agreement. So nobody knew a hundred percent what was going on, but it's just common sense and known that every deal is pending a physical. So the excitement that you heard that night, yeah, I'm not going to come on the radio as I did with Rosie and say, although I did say I want to hear it definitively, I want to make sure it happens. I don't believe it, but I'm not going to come on and say. Oh, my God, this is the greatest night ever, pending a physical. That's what I did. 
Yeah, well, I, I mean, no, but I said it, but you can't do This is the greatest thing ever, pending a physical. The Mets are going for it all, pending a physical. Like, right. you can't right. throw that in there every single time. Sure, sure. I just thought that Steve Cohen would be a little bit a little bit more background checking on that. But, you know, he's a marketing guy, so I don't know. You know I'm a little bit, I feel a little bit lied to, you, gotta be honest with you. No, you shouldn't feel lied to, Franklin, and thank you for the call. What you weren't? I mean, what were you lied to about? They they were in agreement on a deal, pending a physical. They did the physical. They did the medicals. Didn't work out. Mets had issues and concerns about the medicals, just like the Giants did. And they were only willing to go to a certain length. What do you see? And again, you're hurt. And disappointed, as are a lot of Met fans, but there's no one really to blame. So it's like, ah, Cohen, should he have handled it differently? The only person that could even be considered to be blamed is Cohen. But there's really nothing to blame him on. What do you want him to do? Not agree to the deal in the first place? I mean, that's how these things work. You agree to a deal, then you do the physical and the medicals. Ron is calling from San Diego. What's up, Ron? Hey, Sal. How are you? Good, Ron. How are you? Oh, I'm really good. Hey, I love listening, you know, to your sh- you guys show late at night. I don't get a chance during the daytime to listen to it. You know, I've been thirty year- over thirty years out of New York City, so mm. you know, I really miss it and everything. I'm 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 a Yankee fan. I, all right, here's my agenda. Uh, to start off with, I have one quick Correa question. Then I want to talk about left field for the Yankees. Sure. And then at the end, I have one New York Knicks. Question. Believe it or not, okay. I'm still a Knicks fan. Uh, my question about Correa is: Did Boris, after he talked to the Twins, did he come back to the Mets and talk with them at all? Or I, I was that it? I don't know that. I'm assuming that. Well, you know what? I shouldn't assume because I guess it could go both ways. I was going to say I'd assume that he just let them know, like, "Hey, this is the final deal," and then that's it. But yeah. but we'll find out in the coming days exactly what happened, if not from Boris, from the Mets side, about when they say, well, we didn't have a chance to match or anything like that. I'd have a hard time thinking Boris didn't go back to the Mets and say, hey, this is where we're at here with the Twins. Or maybe it's just the Mets were never going to come up to where he was at, and he said, all right, well, I'm going on to sign with Minnesota then. We're going to go talk to them. And the Mets said, well, okay. Yeah, I think that's too bad if he did, because I think, you know, Correa ideally would be yeah, perfect in New York City. I really do. You know, rather than out in Minnesota, I really do. Well, I mean, uh, my second, but he yeah, wanted, sorry, he, yeah, that's okay. He wanted the guaranteed most money. He got it in Minnesota. He wasn't getting that in New York. And we could sit here and say, well, yeah, New York is going to be better. And why play in Minnesota? Would that loser Twins team? And you know you're not you're not in New York, but he got the guaranteed money. So and that's what he was looking to get, especially a guy who was going to get what did the Giants offer him three fifty or whatever it was. The Giants were going to give him then right. three fifteen. So he kept going down and down, and now he got yeah. two hundred. And that's that's you know he's lost a, over a hundred million bucks because of that injury. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen with the Twins out there? Because with the way the schedule is set up now. They have a lot less games against the division, I believe, right? Yes. Exactly. So so Cleveland may not be in the driver's seat because Cleveland 
Last year, they had this unbelievable record against the Central. So who knows what's going to happen now out there. Yeah, look, I, but even, is, here's what I do know before you get to your second point. Even if the Twins do yeah. make the playoffs, they're going to get beat anyway. Yeah, oh, without a doubt, especially if they run up against the Yankees. When oh, was the last God. time they beat the Yankees? Oh, oh jeez. And the Yankees own them. It's, it's a buy. The Yankees have had <laughs> buys in the postseason long before they became official in the sport. Every time they play the Twins, it's a buy. Yeah, exactly. But but you know something? I remember when it used to be 10 up and 10 down, and so the Yankees always played against the National League and the World Series. They ain't like that anymore. You ain't going to be winning World Series like that anymore, Yanks. you gotta, you got to earn it now. Uh, what's your second point there, uh, Ron? Uh, Aaron Hicks, is he going to be left left fielder? No, I think the Yankees will make a move. I, I don't think they're going to go into this season with Aaron Hicks as the left fielder. They could, they're playing possum. They could say Hicks all they want. There's no way. Now, look, you also have Cabrera as well to play left field, be a utility-type guy, can move around and, and get at bats basically on an everyday basis, but just do it in different spots. However, I still believe the Yanks are going to upgrade in left field over Aaron Hicks. What, what's going to take to get that guy from the Pirates? Mm, I mean, I would think um, a top prospect and and plus. Apparently, the Pirates' asking price is through the moon right now. Is it through the moon or over the moon, through the roof? I don't know. One of those. They're asking for a lot. How about that? <laughs> They're asking for a lot, so I don't think the Yankees are willing to get to that level. But ultimately, they're going to trade him. And... You know, the Yankees yeah. have fallen short in these moves before because they're reluctant to give up the amount of prospects that it usually takes. I do get the feeling this is different, though, that they might go all in to get Reynolds, who could be the final piece, similar to what Correa was supposed to be for the Mets. Reynolds could be that for the Yankees. I hope so. I don't want the Dodgers to get him. Trust me. I, that's the last thing I want to see, or the Padres. Um, the uh, third, uh, and it's a question, uh, what's going on with the Knicks? How are the, how is the uh, Madison Square Garden crowd taken to the Knicks? Because they seem to be well. Pretty I will. Here. It's funny you should ask that, Ron. And thank you for the call. I appreciate you checking in. I will be at the Garden for the first time myself this year tonight. Knicks Pacers at the Garden, seven thirty tip. I'm going to go and I'm going to go hang out with Hector in Washington Heights for a little bit and watch the Knicks and Pacers at the Garden. So I'll give you a better feel for the crowd, but. I think Nick fans of any fan base in this town, they are the biggest homers, I would say. That even though the Knicks have sucked for the better part of two decades, the Nick fan still believes. And right now, there's at least reason to be optimistic with the way the Knicks have played. Jalen Brunson has been has made a big difference. Being a legit star point guard for him. He's been a great addition. Randall has been back to being that all-star player that he was two years ago that got the Knicks the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. They've had some of the young guys develop. Mitchell Robinson has been a beast on the boards. He's been a stud. Quentin Grimes, Deuce McBride given solid minutes. They need to get R.J. Barrett back healthy, which I guess he's on the men now and could be, I don't know if he's going to play tonight, but he's working his way back. But they've been they've been okay. The problem is there's a clear ceiling with this team. Even with Brunson and Randall playing the way that they are, even with the possibility of R.J. Barrett developing into more of a star, I, I still don't think the Knicks are very good. 
they're okay. They still find ways to lose, like they did against Milwaukee the other night. But I, I think that the Garden crowd loves this Knicks team. And again, in comparison to what we've seen for the better part of two decades, why not? Especially with Brunson. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. a little Knicks, a little Giants here and there, but mostly Carlos Correa as it will continue to do so uh, or be so uh, right through until the warm-up show coming up at uh, 5 a.m. with Alan Jerry. We'll go until then. Bob is calling from Orlando, Florida. What's up, Bob? How you doing, Sal? How are you, Bob? I'm doing well. Hey, uh, what I wanted to ask you was, uh, did you hear about uh, Ryan Reeves, what he, what he had to say about tonight's game? I did not. What happened? I'm curious. Well, what happened? I was I, I just found out maybe maybe about two hours after the game was he was saying that he wanted to go out. They were saying that he actually the Rangers actually lied to him. They were saying that he asked for a trade, and what happened was he wasn't producing and playing the way the system is. So they were they set him out for them three games or four games, and they said, "Oh no, you're just sitting out." And then he finds out he goes, "Well, if you're going to trade me, just trade me," which is no big deal. But then he came out tonight and he came out and he said. There's two guys that I really want to fight, and I want to go a two-on-one with them. Who do you think that could be? Who? Who do you think Ryan Reeves was talking about? Oh, he didn't say? I don't know. Are you sure he wasn't joking no, around? he didn't say. No, 
I don't think so. He was pretty pissed that the Rangers traded. Uh, I I you would know? think that he was joking around, but I did not see it, so I can't comment on that. Nor have I found uh, anything when I searched it real quick on Twitter, so I didn't see that. But it was on Google. It was on Google. That's okay. where it was. Google I, I, it. I seen it on yeah. Google. I'll just yeah. Google it. Yeah, with Ryan Reeves. What do you want me to t- hold yeah. on? I'll type it in right now. Ryan Reeves. What'd you yeah, type in want... exactly in Google? Let me just. Get it was the just. It was up. just. I was just. Going, I was just going through my Google and it popped well, up. What do you mean going Ryan through Reeves? the Google? Don't you have to search something in Google? What do you mean going through? No, the Google? no. No, once I, once I go into my phone, Google's already there, and, and you know how it, it shows you, like, you know, 10 or 12 items that just come up and you just read about it? Well, he was, that was in there. Mm, it was that was in yeah. there. But, uh, oh, it, it. I, uh. I, I don't know who wrote it. I don't know who wrote it. I didn't catch who wrote it because I was just surprised. I was like, I wonder who the two Rangers were. That he really wants. I mean, nothing happened. Oh, let's see, yeah, despite his gripes, Larry Brooks. All right, I'll read this article and then get back to you. But no, I did not see that. I mean, obviously, yeah. I watched the game last night, yeah, and I thought yeah. it was a, a fun Rangers went out at the at the Garden. Uh, yeah, I but just I did thought not maybe see. you knew. I just thought maybe you heard it because I was like, I wonder who it would have been that he really wanted to sit there and you know go at it with. Uh, see, that's the problem with the Rangers. They have a problem in that locker room. I don't care what anybody says. Why? What do you I mean? Really what do you think is the problem? Right now, they're, uh, right now they're clicking. They're playing well. well. No, no, no. They're, doing, they're, they're playing really well, but they're still... I guess every team goes through with that. I guess everybody doesn't get along. <laughs> you know, somebody has something to say about somebody, but I was shocked with, with Reeves coming out and saying that, that, you know, he says, I want to take two of them on at once. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I'll look more into it, Bob. And look, I mean, I'm sure Revo could take two on at once. And thank you for the call. We appreciate checking in. Uh, It's hard for me to listen to you and do a talk show and read this thing at the same time. So I'll probably have to do it during the break. But basically the headline was that uh, Reeves was clearly not happy with it. I, I mean, you know, Reeves wasn't playing in the postseason at times last year. He would be a healthy scratch. He really didn't add much. I like him and his toughness. I don't know if it makes uh, a big difference on the ice anymore, but Reeves did bring value to that locker room. You could feel it, you know, the whole Shesty release us stuff, all that. Um, I'm just trying to see where these quotes are that you saw, though. I'm not finding them uh, at all in here. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll look uh, during the break. 877-337-6666. Ralph is in Fairlawn. What's up, Ralph? Hey, Sal. How are you, Ralph? I'm listening First-time Thank you. You go ahead. You can speak now. I'm sorry. Oh, you're uh, good. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah. Uh, but I watched you on SMY and everything. Thank uh, you. I just wanted to ask you, um, what do you think Correa is going to do in the lineup with Joey Gallo now? <laughs> is Gallo with the Twins? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I know what Gallo is going to do in the lineup with Correa. Do you know what he's going to do? Uh, yeah, well, I know what Joey Gallo was doing. I hope Correa saves him for anyone. For right. sake, anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, we all know Gallo's going to strike out. So it's just a matter of what Correa's going to do. I, look, Correa was fine last year with Minnesota. I think Correa's going to be good, assuming he can stay healthy. That I don't know about. I mean, even if you look yeah. at Correa's career, it's not exactly like he's been a picture of health throughout the course of his career. So I think he's, I don't even think he's played one full season. I think he's maxed out at 150 or something like that once. What's up with this damn computer here? Uh, anyway, I'll, I'll look up. I'll get the numbers in a second and probably need to reset the computer. This thing. But is. I wanted to thank you. I also wanted to thank you for carrying the torch. I've been listening to uh, Mr. Pete Franklin days, Francesca, all the shows, and all the Steve Summers. And I, uh, I follow mm-hmm. you, man. You're, you're great. So I appreciate you uh, Let me uh, 
care a few minutes. Well, thank you, Ralph. I appreciate taking the time to call. Love having you aboard. Get back to us. Thank you. That's very kind. It is still weird for me as I try to multitask here and figure this friggin' thing out. Oh, why is this not working? There's nothing worse than the computer delay. What's worse, traffic delay or the computer delay? Or like a Wi-Fi issue? Nothing drives me more insane than a Wi-Fi. I mean, over the years, I guess I've gotten more accustomed to the traffic stuff. Like, you just take it for granted. You're in New York, you're commuting, there's going to be traffic. Suck it up, deal with it. Put on some music, call your wife, whatever it is that you do to get through the car ride. You know, listen to Carton and Roberts. Whatever it is that you do to, to get through the car ride, you do it. But the Wi-Fi going out, zero tolerance. Once I see that circle start moving, you know, that, that circle of death comes on the screen, especially if it's something during, you know, my daughter's trying to watch, whether it's Bluey or The Muppet Show, uh, Miss Rachel, and then you get that little circle coming up. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We're paying for the higher speed here. What's happening? This should never happen. It's unacceptable. And now we're having that here at work, which really is unacceptable, but it's expected. I mean, these computers. Um, Anyway, what the hell were we talking about? Oh, yeah, you comparing me to Pete Franklin? Fire me! Fire me! That was a great Pete Franklin rant, if I'm not mistaken. You remember that one, Fleegs, that we have in the archives somewhere? Computers Uh, working. I I think everybody who works here or just right. follows WFN knows about that one. Right. When anybody says Pete Franklin, that's all I could think of. The clip when I first started here that people would play behind the scenes. That's in the-, the only thing I know about the man. Yeah, right. Do you know anything? I mean, I know a little bit more. I mean, I've heard he was actually, you know, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I could call him, maybe a legendary host. But I, I respect what he did. But I just remember that clip of him yelling into the microphone, fire me, fire me. And I was like, man, I want to be just like that guy one day. But before I could get to that point, guess what? I got fired. Uh, Correa, as here we are, the filling is over. Correa has played one season, 2016, 153 games. Everything else has been under that. 2021, you know, walk year, not last year, obviously the year before, he played 148. Outside of that, forget the pandemic season. Uh, 75 games in 2019, 110 games in 2018, 109 games in 2017. So he's had almost two, I mean, 153 games and 148 is the most he's ever played. Last year he played 136. So, I mean, it's not like you're getting a guy who's playing like Lindor, 150 plus every game. Dominic is calling from West Haven, or every year I should say. Dominic is calling from West Haven, Connecticut. What's up, Dom? Hey, Sal, how you doing? Good, Dom. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, we had talked yesterday about Correa. Now, I have a question about that. What's the difference between the Mets doctors not clearing him and if the Minnesota Twins doctors clear him? I'm confused. What's the difference as far as doctor's diagnosis? I couldn't tell you that other than it's different doctors. They're not the same. So the Twins are okay with it. And now remember, the Mets were at least okay with it for the six years, $157 million. They were not okay with it for any more than that. And the Twins are okay with it for six years, $200 million, and then could tack on the, the years that can make it 10, depending on his health. You know, it's obviously going to be the options, uh, vesting options, depending on his plate appearances and things like that. So, uh, I mean, 
it's just different doctors. For whatever reason, Minnesota feels comfortable with giving the $200 million contract for the six years, and that's what they would have had to do to get him, I'm sure. Now, do you think the Mets are going to make any more moves, or are they going to yes. wait for all time in the offseason? No, no, no. I think the Mets are going to make a move. And now, it's not going to be a big one, but and, or it should say it may not be a big one, but they will make more moves. No question. Well, thank you, Sean. My son, Matty, I want to tell you, I called you yesterday for the first time in my son Matthew said to tell you, he says, I he loves you also. Well, tell him thank you very much, Dominic. I appreciate that. Thank you both. You're welcome. Means a lot to me. I appreciate it. You know, the the negativity always or generally outweighs the positivity, right? So I get stuck with the callers who call and are disrespectful and you suck and we hate you or the tweets, whatever it may be. Now, like I said, I'm at a point now where I don't even read the comments. And it's just it's just something it used to be something I wanted to do, not read the comments, but I couldn't help myself. And now it's something that I don't even think about. Like, I just don't even care about it anymore. But you still get people calling and saying, you suck, or whatever the uh, guy was saying you know, before. And those things sometimes are difficult to ignore completely, I guess. And it just put you in a bad mood. But when you hear somebody say, hey, we appreciate you, and we like you, and we think you're good, that can make you feel good. Marco, did you see anything... With uh, with Ryan Reeves talking about the the Rangers, a caller before, and I'm trying to find mm-hmm. that I can't. Yeah, he said something about not uh, the communication with Gerard Gallant was not there, and he didn't really know what was going on. And then when they said that they wanted to move him, he was he kind of like was like, all right, let then get me out of here. Then. Did he say anything about he'd fight two guys right now, one on two? Did you see anything like that? That I did not see. Although I will say Gallant, I, before the game, they asked him about the miscommunication and that Reeves didn't understand his role, and he shook it off and was kind of like, hey, that's news to me. I, you, you're catching me by surprise. I don't remember any miscommunication. So I, I don't know about any fighting thing, but he talked about how he didn't understand what his role was. They never made it clear. And then when they said that they had a deal in place to move him, they wanted to move him. I think we have it here. This is a quote in the post. I'm assuming this is Larry Brooks, but I don't want to scroll up because I'm going to lose it. Uh, Doesn't mean Reeves uh, doesn't want to prove his former team wrong. Reeves, I'd be happy to go two-on-one, to be honest. Reeves said of the possibility a Ranger would challenge him Tuesday night. Uh, That's what it's going to take. You can write that wherever you want to write it. Now, what does that mean? I'd be happy to go two-on-one. Uh, on the possibility of a ranger that would challenge him. Saying it would take two guys to be able to take him down. Ah, That would be my guess. Right, because there's nobody over there that's going to challenge him. And they gave him a little uh, video tribute, and they had the guys clapping for him before the game. I thought they... These video tributes are out of control. I like Rebo. What was he here? One year, I was going to say, I mean, we liked Reeves, but he was was there for 10 seconds. Come on. We need video tributes for every guy that's ever put on a jersey? No, I hate that. It should be special, the video tribute, because now, like everything else in life, whether it's tips or whatever, you're guilted into it. It's not because you want to give a tip. It's because you're looking at a screen that says, enter tip here, as the person is looking right in, right in your face. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of the What idea- am I supposed to do? Well, it's the same thing like, you know, the Texans put out a tweet thanking Lovey Smith for... You just fired a guy after a year. Thanking right. him for what? You hired... Right. For you, being the stopgap. You, you hired, hired him, him to, to fire-, fire him. And now you're going to thank him afterwards? Like, just, you know what... If you're going to fire me, then just let me go. Just let me walk away. Don't don't give me this nonsense afterwards. And I'm not saying you can't be classy in certain spots, but, like, we see right through with the Reeves thing. You know, and again, I liked him, fan favorite, I know, but he was here for a year. Like, there should be some kind of max 
that you have to be with the team before you get a video tribute. No? Again, the video to me is overboard. Like, if you want to, before the game, he's on the ice, he wants to give a hug or whatever. Guys say, hey, it's good to see you, that kind of stuff. That makes sense. They, You know, they spent a year together, you know, in the same locker room in the club. Like that, yeah. But if they don't do it now, it's going to be like, oh, the Rangers, ooh. I guess. What kind of beef do they have? They I guess. give a video it, tribute. Would you have thought of that? No. Why didn't they give a tribute to, to I, I mean. No. To, Ryan Reeves? What are no. we doing? <laughs> Like, just sort of cross your mind? Like, you know, so if Tim LaCastro makes the Mets, just right. when he goes back to Yankee Stadium, you got to give a video tribute right. for Tim LaCastro? Like, there's some guys that are just on teams. It's no right. offense, but, like, certain guys that are you just didn't there. leave a mark. You just, you were part of the team for a while. It's going to be in your mind. It's going to be in their mind because of the closeness of the bond of the players. There was For the rest of us, we don't care. There was one that I was at, oh, man, was it last year? There were like three Rangers returning. It must have been with the Hurricanes or something. I don't know. There was three Rangers returning. And they did the tribute. I wish I remembered who it was. But they did the tribute for all three. But like the first two were memorable Rangers. The last one was like Jesper Faust or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> and it was just like. I don't mean to laugh. But I mean, again, yeah, right. he was there for what, two years? Yeah, right. And, <laughs> and it was just like they just showed him. Like, it was the videos <laughs> of other guys, like, oh, look at this highlight package. And then it was, you know, Foster, I'm pretty sure. I was just like, him? They're going to give a... Which, to me, I would probably be on that side of it where I'd feel a little awkward. Like, you yeah. know you didn't make an impact. Yeah. You know that. I mean, is that a knock? Is I have, that a bad thing? I have another question for you. I was thinking about this today. It, I um, So I'm going to Aruba right at the end of the month. Oh, All no. Right. not at the, uh, what, what month is this? January? This is January. The, the beginning of next month. So the last that would week, be February, February third, right? February, okay. January, <laughs> February, March, April, May. Okay, all right. Thirty days have to be okay. So I'm going February third, and I'm on like now trying to be on the strict diet. I mean, it's impossible with the overnights to really do it because sometimes I need a protein bar or whatever. But anyway, I'm I know you're not diet. talking to me about protein and diet. Well, and all so that. here's what I'm going to ask: Would you feel comfortable? You as a fat ass? Let me say, I guess. No, no, because I I grew up. I was very. I was always a chubby kid, like to a point where I was afraid to take off. My shirt in gym class. Remember they had, uh, you used to have to do swimming for one grade? Do you ever have to do that? No, you sound like you grew up in a nice neighborhood. Man, no, nice neighborhood. <laughs> what do you mean? It was Ron Kagama or whatever. Connect High School. Oh, I hated that. One, I, I, don't, I don't know how to swim, but in North, we didn't have please, swimming Did you ever have swimming, swimming class in, in high school? Is that not a thing? Not where I was in Jersey, no. Wow. I wish that yeah, wasn't a pool. thing. The, the fictional third floor pool is what they told freshmen, you know, go up there. So We didn't have a pool. We yeah, did. No, all right. No so pools. we had a pool. Believe me, it's not it's not fancy at all. But we had a pool. So we had to have. One, it was maybe 11th grade, 12th grade, whatever it was. There was swimming. And I actually, this is how, it's actually sad, to be honest with you. But I was so insecure. And back then, I didn't even know what the word insecure meant. I was so insecure to take off my shirt in front of other people. I did not. I mean, I would go to pool parties and sit there, and they're like, "Why don't you go in the pool?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm, you know, I'm cold, or I'm good. I don't want to go in, whatever." Mm-hmm. Because I was just afraid because I was fat. But in gym class, I had to actually get a doctor's note to sit through, and I had to go sit there, sit in the bleachers, and watch class take place as mm-hmm. I'm sitting there with my doctor's note, whatever. I ended up getting through. Point is, okay. I've always had an issue with that. Now, since then, I've gotten in a little bit better shape, but I'm still like, you know, I'm 43 with somewhat of a dad bod and extra fat and all that stuff. I'm still insecure about it. It's just something I'm, oh, even when I got in really good shape, I was insecure about it. Anyway. Okay. So, and now, not that I'm like world famous, I'm not, but I do get recognized quite a bit in public in certain spots. And I also remember one time I was in the Bahamas and I'm eating ice cream and like it's all over my face. And some guy's like, hey, 
Lakata. Oh, I love your work on SNY. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what's happening here? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Peace here. But I was caught off guard because it's in the Bahamas. And that was like years ago. So, But now, mm-hmm. I, and I always forget, like, I don't think anything of it. I'll go to the I'll go to the Costco and like kind of like what I'm in now. Sweats and a hoodie. Yeah. Hey Sal, love your work, whatever. So I guess my question is, would you be conscious or conscious or insecure about potentially being out there on the beach in the in the water, whatever in Aruba, knowing that because you're semi-public that somebody might okay. recognize you. Again, this is you a question. You see what I'm saying with that? Yes, but it's a question better served for someone else because the, the question should have started with, look, fatty, <laughs> would you have an issue putting your fat ass yeah. on the beach? Marco, you seem like you're not in shape. And my my answer would be yes, I would have a problem have putting you... my fat ass like a beach whale on the on the. Yeah, so that regard. Did you ever have that issue as a kid or no? Yeah, I did have a period of time where I was actually in shape. There was like a 10-year, yeah, from like 18, 19 to like 28. So like I was fat for a long time, got into shape, and now I'm a fat ass again. So like I had a little window, you know, but my time is done. So would my fat ass have a problem being a beach whale on the beach? Yes, I would. Because I would be mortified. Yes, like, but here's the thing. I'm not going to get recognized. You said, like, go to the store. Oh, I'll go yeah. to the store right after this. Like, but I'm headed did, to the overnight we, we supermarket did, to get yeah, the shopping done. True, yeah. No one knows who the hell I am, so right. I got no problems in that regard. So, as a fatty, yes. Like, I would be anyway, but if I if, if I were never seen on TV before, never anybody would recognize I'd still have an issue. But now, even more so, it's like, oh, my God, I got to get in shape. What if somebody sees me? I, I guess. Although, Freaks. I would say... Uh, you're in shape, Sal. I mean, let's, no, let's, I mean, let's be fair. So, I mean, well, somewhat. No, I mean, no, no. You're, you're in shape. Plus, well, compared you, to a lot of the guys you get a little bit here, of a sure, buffer but... too. I mean, like you're not 22, where you're supposed to have like a six pack. You're in your 40s. You got you got kids. Like, yeah, you're allowed to have you know a little bit of layer on top of. It's okay. Yeah, and you got a half a they layer call on it top a dad of. Dad bod because you're allowed to have a dad bod. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. No, but I'm just so. It's something I'll never get over. Apparently, I mean, I've gotten over a lot of other things in life. I can understand that. I mean, that is something that would leave a mark. And again, being a fat ass, I know something. I about still that, like but. even my wife. Like, oh, you know, my brother in law's got a hot tub, and oh, they want to have us over. So I'm like, you think I'm going in the hot tub in front of them? Like, I'm not doing that. I barely want to take my shirt off in front of my wife. <laughs> Lights, lights off, socks and t-shirt on. Oh, that's how it used to go down. Yeah. Used to. Remember the remember I was saying Al and I are uh, you know, Eskimo bros? Well, the the person that made that happen, I remember a couple times in that situation, yeah, t-shirt on, like socks. I'm like, I don't I was not very comfortable with myself. You guys never had this issue? I'm just it's saying, just, what do socks me? have to do with anything? Why well, does it have to stay on? That's a good point. Yeah, just because who wants to, you know, I'm only going to be out of for a couple minutes anyway. I might as well leave this. <laughs> this isn't going to take very long. Do I have to take these off or no? <laughs> Shoes by the bed. Let me get the hell out <laughs> Sometimes you're not staying long enough. It doesn't make sense to take your shoes yeah, and socks right. off. Yeah. Leave the belt on the pants to make sure that they go on faster. When you, you ever leave the hat on? I was a mess. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I could get in the way for certain things, but... No, I was a mess. I, I was just always insecure with that. I never got over it. At some point in my life, and I think about this, I only have one life, right? And time is dwindling here. 43. Like, if I don't get in shape now, I'm not talking about like, hey, you look okay shape. I'm talking about like, I could wear nothing shape and or like no shirt around the beach and feel good about myself. 
mentally, I kind of want to experience that once in my life. Here's what I can try to tell you to be able to open yourself up here. Yeah. Sal, you're going to Aruba, right? Yeah. I'm presuming you're going with your wife? Yeah. Taking your daughter? Yes. Okay. Um, who the hell cares what somebody in Aruba thinks of you? Bingo. But you're right. But what if I run into somebody from New York and sees me? But you're right. In general, it shouldn't matter. Who the hell cares what somebody in New York thinks of you? And I normally you? don't care what people think, but I in that spot, I... I feel like people are going to be judging me. Yeah, they don't care. You're probably right. That's right. the one place I've been to is Aruba. Yeah, they one big care. happy island. Yeah, they don't care. All right, I'm looking forward to it. But anyway, i got to get myself in shape. No sugar and limited carbs until February 3rd. And then we go ham. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.